I know it's a weird way for me to come into the show, but welcome, 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 <laughs> welcome to another installment of WRYH podcast, better known as Who Raised You Hoes. I am your host Lonnie, and welcome to one the season finale, burr, 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 as well as the last episode of 2018. Um. I wanted to begin at the beginning of the episode to kind of reflect on what 2018 was to me, because 2018 was a bit of a roller coaster at its high moments and at its lows. Um, the highest point of this whole year to me is you guys. I'm here. I've been consistent since the debut, since I did the first episode. Um, it's the first time also that I will be stepping away from the mic for a short period of time to celebrate the holidays, you know, it's family time, go spend time with your families if you can, um, check on the loved ones, go be around your loved ones is the holiday time, and this is the time of the year where depression is at an all-time high, so please, if you're able to, if you have the opportunity to do so, go be around your family, go tell them you love them, go spend time with them, laugh with them, drink with them, do whatever you do with your family. <laughs> Um, my high point for 2018, of course, is you guys started my podcast. Um, also, finally starting the road of financial freedom. Um, also, moving into my first my first official apartment. Like I already had an apartment, but this was like to me my first official apartment. And I also dealt with a lot of loss in the middle of 2018, which I think the one that took I took to heart. Um, was losing my uncle Hutch. Um, that was a very hard loss for me. Also, also less than six months later, I lost my cousin Abu. Um, my cousin lost his mom's. I lost one of basically one of my biggest gay mentors. He also passed away literally weeks after my first cousin. It was a lot. So 2018 has been good yet bad, but I'm not claiming 2018 to be a bad year. I honestly feel like. It's a time for us to reflect and grow and just move forward because unfortunately there's one thing in life that you will never ever ever get back and that is your time time is so precious time is something that can't be returned it's something that also cannot be borrowed it's something that you give willingly and something that we all should just be very cautious of what we do with that time like don't be wasting my time while I reclaim it okay <laughs> Um, my sister and my nephew are already here from out of town, so I plan on seeing my family. Um, of course, for Christmas Eve, Christmas, and then New Year's. I don't. I'm. I'm we normally do friend. I'm bringing it with a group of friends. We normally bring in New Year's every year, and just claiming happiness. I want to get into manifesting for 2019. Dig deeper into spirituality. Um, and also, I'm tired of complaining about my love life, so I'm going to try a different approach. Instead of the apps and the clubs and all that, I'm going to try a different approach. I'm going to go completely different. I'm going to try and interact with guys in a public setting. I know that sounds far-fetched, especially for a gay guy to say that, but I'm going to try and interact with a guy in a public setting and just see where the wind takes me. <laughs> Literally, where it takes me, child. But um, 
hopefully all of you will understand. I want you all to have a happy, happy new year. Of course, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, um, all that good stuff, all of that good stuff. I think I rambled on enough about closing out this year so we can get into some of the shenanigans um, with the, ooh, shout out the timeline. So, um, I'm going to start with the whole situation between Migos and um, Lazy Bone. Now, I don't know the original source of how the story started to begin with. Um, all I know is that it started from a shade, uh, a post on the shade room, excuse me. Um, it, it grew from that. Um, of course, it involved a disagreement um, between Offset from Migos and Lazy Bone from um, Bone Thugs and Harmony. And it also, of course, included their manager, um, Q, um, P from QC Music. Um, pulling up this little receipt right here because he kind of spazzed in a way I needed him to spaz as an OG in the game. Um, Jesus be a bankroll. Jesus be a bankroll. Jesus be a bankroll. Okay. Uh, let's see. La, 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 la. Did I go for too far up? I, yeah, I did. I went too far. Okay. La. I said, Jesus be a bankroll. Sing choir. Jesus be a bankroll. I said, Jesus be a bankroll. Okay. So, um... Let me see. So it started with the post that Lazy made, and the caption goes as follows. What the F is this clown shit? The um, clown trophy goes to Migos. Matter of fact, take three trophies. I find this video's posted sideways, perhaps from coming at some real motherfucking G sideways. Y'all gonna have to put a lot of better, uh, y'all do a lot better than that. And by the way, you niggas would have claimed the greatest atlas. I would have agreed. Skirt, skirt, whoop, whoop, um, the fuck, oh. Um, don't know what that means, but okay. So, of course, Offset goes off and says, let's have a bankroll challenge. And Lazy Bone's response was everything I needed it to be and more. He said, and he added Offset, nah, nigga, that's what's wrong with y'all niggas. Y'all think money equals respect. It doesn't. This is a skills challenge, me against you and your group against mine. I mean, and my group against yours. That's group ever challenge. Um, get your bars up, youngin. You gonna need those that bread for early retirement, boy. And then Lazy Bone says, "So here's the G, here's the OG that discovered Migos. I would I will adjust my I will uh adjourn my case for today unless nigga unless a nigga push me and let the music speak. I'm having fun. So, um, it goes on to cute um." to P from QC saying clout chasing is at an all-time high now. Um, of course, saying that um, in regards to Lazy Bone's response. And, um, of course, he also said, let um, these young niggas live challenge. Um, let the young niggas live challenge. And then going to post up their net worth, which shows that Migos is worth $50 million, which means about roughly over $16 million apiece for each member. Um, uh, Lazy Bone responded also saying, um, repost my message, a nigga will never count my pockets where, um, where they do that. So the next part of this message was very real. 
My niggas stay talking about money. Good job. I pray you do some good on earth. Money ain't got, ain't got shit to do with skill or being great. I don't brag much because, but we raise our families off of me, off of music. Facts. Change countless lives with the message of hope and moreover God's greatness and graciousness. Nonprofit organizations that I need not dare to be bragging about, I'm going to assume. Until you can say that, don't talk to me about no goddamn money. Um, you can't take that with you for what it, it, for what it is to gain from um, the world, but lose your soul in case, um, in this case, your legacy. Now, this is the thing. He actually makes sense. Now, I don't, uh, I agree that in the running for best group ever, you would have to include Bone Thugs and Harmony because they did change the game. Um, but best group ever, I'm sorry, hands down, is going to have to, as far as rap, has to go to Outkast. I'm sorry, you don't see, you didn't see people being completely innovative with how they do music until Outkast. Um, I do agree that the new generation is a little more monetized. They look at money. They don't think about Cole said it. He said, what about your impact? Especially when you address Lil Pimp. Um, y'all need to think about that. That's a real thing, you know? Um, in a few years, just like everybody else gets their turn, especially, you know, these young kids, they don't want to put forth the work. They just want the recognition for it. And it's like you did little to nothing. You haven't been in the game long enough to beg or even warrant recognition. Like these new kids coming out respecting the people that came before, disrespecting the people that came out before them is just, is outline, it's just flat out disrespectful. Um, I don't, I haven't seen anything in a couple of days regarding this topic because um, I think they're not talking about it anymore. But he, I'm sorry, Lazy Bones case is still there. I still give him credit when due. And in this instance, he made a very valid point. You niggas need to stop worrying about your bank accounts and worry about your impact. There's my perspective on that. Um, I think on Friday, all of us got a little excited. Um, myself included, child. Um, so Omarion had made an announcement via his um, Instagram page. Uh, he has specified that there will be a Millennium Tour. This Millennium Tour will include all of B2K. Um, um, all the original members of B2K, which is Raz B, J Bug, Little Fizz. Um, they're all coming back together for a tour. Um, and it's also on the lineup is going to be Mario, Pretty Ricky, Lloyd, Bobby V, Yin Yang Twins, and Chaney. Now, if you're like me and was a teenager in the early 2000s, you just heard all of your adolescent, immature, ignorant way minds just was like, I'm going to this tour. I'm going to give you straight early 2000s apparel with the Long like the five and six X T shirts with the Air Force Ones with the extra baggy jeans. Um, the chicks had on the um the name belt that flashed across the screen with LED little marquee screen. Um, they're gonna have jersey dresses. It's going to be a problem, and whether y'all like it or not, um, B two K to in my opinion they made 
the millennial boom and um the early 2000s. I think their first album came out like 2002. I was like a freshman in high school when BTK first came out. Um, and of course, as a young closeted black gay, of course, I was obsessed with them. I had my little infatuation show. But um, I just, I know I cannot wait to see this show. I want to go. I'm making it my business to go. And if you do not come in early 2000s apparel, then you will be turned around at the dough. You must come in early 2000s apparel. I want them to get AJ and free to host um, to host the tour so we can get our everlasting lives. I know a lot of friends online were saying, um, they wanted to know where was Bow Wow. I'm like, um, somewhere having a temper tantrum. Why are we worried about this? Anywho, um, I'm like, can we have AJ and Free come out of retirement and come host the show so we can act like we back on 106 of Park and have like early 2000s guests come through, like Ludacris with the fro. Um, Eve went back before she became civilized and uh, married to a billionaire. Um, can we have those moments back from my childhood? I think everybody remembers watching the episode where AJ and Free revealed AJ and Free revealed that they were leaving 106 and Park. I think that was like the saddest episode to watch because Free was barely there already. And like they were alternating toward the end and then they found out that they were gonna be um, they were being replaced. And that's when we met um, Roxy and Terrence J. And they took over afterwards. But for those of us that were in like high school when 106 Park came, we realized it was a staple. And it's just like whenever Omarion or B2K or any of the hot artists from way back when, whenever they came on, they shut down 106 Park. But nobody shut down 106 Park the way Bow Wow did. Bow Wow would shut down 106 Park whenever he was the guest. So I cannot wait to see this tour, this show. I'm glad they got together. Even if I have a feeling that it's only going to be for one tour, um, I'm fine with that. Um, however, I don't know. Honestly, in my opinion, I don't know if they'll be able to make it through all of the tour. That's just me. Hopefully they can because they actually, if you go back and listen to it, B2K actually had some really decent R&B music for our age and it like if you really sit back and listen to their music some of their music wasn't really meant for teenagers it was meant for adults um especially when i found out that especially for pandemonium the dream did some of the writing on a few of those songs like my favorite song pandemonium was sleeping and that was a dream song like you hear the dream and in everything the bridge before fizz start rapping you hear dream in the background you hear Dream in the background saying you'll always be my everything. I'm like, oh my God. But speaking of early 2000s, um, JoJo also gave us our early 2000s life. She has re-recorded, rearranged, and re-released her first two albums as well as re-releasing Demonstrate, which was a fan favorite. Um, it was supposed to be her third album. But that's around the time that she decided she wanted to leave Black Brown. But of course, Black Brown had snatched the track once um, she started wanting to leave. So I don't think she purchased her masters to do so. But I do know that Sis came through and gave us all flashbacks of our childhoods or when she first came out, however young we were at that time, and just listening to JoJo and just getting our everlasting life. So, Sis, you're a GOAT. 
Um, I was early 2010s, got me wanting to pull out a fresh pair of all white Air Force Ones. You know, I didn't like them. I like the all black ones. I ain't gonna sit here in front to you. Y'all got me taking a trip back to the early 2000s. I ain't got the time. I was back when I was a young hot thing. Ooh, young hot thing. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. I almost choked on the line at that one. Um, mm, I think that's all I wanted to cover. Is there anything else that was of importance? I think so. I think, I, I, I think that should cover it for this year. I think we're going to cut out 2018 with that uh, for um, the timeline. I'm going to refill my cup and I will be right back. That's right. You heard me say correctly. This is the season finale. Um, just because the season ended doesn't mean the conversation that has to like, share, subscribe, follow. I am on all social media platforms that includes Facebook Instagram and Twitter at WRYH Podcast. Once again, the handle for all social media platforms is WRYH Podcast. Keep the conversation going, share the show with your friends, and let's get back to the show. Okay, I'm back. My cup is filled. Um, with all this talk of the 2000s, early 2000s, I reminisce to my childhood. It brought me upon to a question, and I thought about this literally um, as I was bringing it up. Do we over-fantasize our childhoods? Um, I think we all get to this point where we continue to go back to that because it was a place of comfort. We grew up, especially me, I think about when I go back to my childhood, I think of growing up in the South or the North, even though at that time, it was a point in time, I want to say at the third grade, I didn't live in North anymore. My family had moved to um, Irvington, but I still, of course, claim North because I was in North just about every weekend. And my school was in North, even though my Catholic school at the time was like in Orange until I went to middle school. But I claimed North because I'm from there, born and raised just about. So... I start to believe that we love to over fantasize our childhoods. Like we go back to them and some of us vicariously live in those years, not realizing that we were meant to grow from those from those things and learn our lessons and become adults, mature, responsible, decision making adults. But I feel like we vicariously live in those moments and those times. But is it? It makes me question, is it slightly unhealthy? Because I love living inside of my childhood. I love it because it was a place where I had no responsibilities, no bills. I wish I could go back there right now, child, and just sit and just be like, oh, this is my rent bill. This is my utility bill. This is my cable bill. I ain't got to worry about that no more. You can even take this car key. But then I was just in such a rush to be such a fast ass and want to go out drink, party with my friends, stay out late, all the other shit. But it's like, was it worth it? Like, can I go back to my childhood? Even though I know I can't, in your head you fantasize about it, but do we romanticize it too much? It's like we love the 90s, we love the early 2000s, but it, we didn't come to really appreciate the early 2000s until Drake came into play. Because a lot of us, especially in your 30s, you were a teenager in the early 2000s. You were either a preteen or a full-blown teenager in the early 2000s. And it's like, when is the appropriate age? And I want y'all to answer that question. When is the appropriate age to let go 
of your childhood and your upbringing? Like, when is it okay to stop referencing and living in those years? Is it something that you believe is healthy? Do you believe is unhealthy? Like, I, of course you don't want to think about the bad times when you were a kid. You're thinking of the fun times. I think of when I used to travel, like, I didn't have to pay for it. I didn't have to pay for it. Again, I did not have to pay for it. My parents paid for it. I didn't, Joe. And Lord knows I've been just about to everywhere. But I just, I think of those moments and I think of just being carefree. And I think that's kind of why we hold on to it. But she did. I think I'm going to hold on to being carefree too. And that brings me to another topic though. Do you feel like you outgrow your actual, the place where you live or the place where you grew up? Do you feel like you outgrow it? Because I, I promise you, though I tried to move about two years ago and it didn't work out, I promise you I'm ready to move again. But I just, I crave for something different. And it's like, even living in my childhood, is like, you realize you're holding on to memories that, you, that will never come back. Like, you've lived in that moment, you lived in those memories, and you got and obtained what you need to obtain from them, so why can't you let it go and move forward? You feel me? Like, am I alone on this? Like, I feel like I want to really explore that question. Like, when do you finally let go of your the lessons and the experiences that you experienced in your childhood when you stop quickly referencing them and thinking about them all the time? That's a question y'all can answer for me, actually, over the break. I'll give y'all a little bit of homework. And I'm going to see who really following because I'm going to check to see who really answered this question. Not that. <laughs> y'all got me sitting here all types of messed up. I'll record for free. <laughs> um, I'm hoping and praying that 2019 brings all of you nothing but happiness love, prosperity, joy, health, wealth, not rich, wealth. <laughs> we want those types of things. We want to claim it. We want to manifest. We want to do all those different types of things, those freak nasty things. I hope it bring you a ring. Okay. Um, but I just, I want to get into manifesting and that's speaking things into existence and actually believing it and claiming it next year. Um, like I told you guys, I want to change up how I do dating. Uh, that's something I really want to get into. So I think my last health um, self care tip or ultimate selfie for 2018 is to step out of your comfort zone. A lot of us get tied up in what we're not, what we're used to, what we're accustomed to, opposed to what will grow with us, what will make us grow, what will challenge us. So sometimes it's okay to step out of your comfort zone to see if you can handle something or if it's even up to your speed. Um, we all just get to be in this comfort of what's familiar to us opposed to what can challenge us. I want you to get into the mind state of challenging yourself, not just keep being content with wherever you are. Get to not just romance, I'm talking also professionally, if you feel like this positioning on work for you, not even work for you, you feel like it's going to be a challenge, well then challenge yourself, take the position. Challenge yourself to see if you can do it. You feel like this person that you like or the person that you like or that you're going after might be a little bit too high maintenance or they're just completely different. Challenge yourself to see if you can get them. 
Why not? Not I'm not saying force yourself onto them, but make it your business to go after what you want. You have to learn to challenge yourself. It's okay to step out of your comfort zone. It's okay to be uncomfortable. But if it's helping you grow, then you must show up and show out. I am making this a short episode tonight. Um, thank you guys so, so, so much for showing me so much love and appreciation for season one. I want to shout out a few podcasts real quick. I think I didn't get to everybody. So I think this week I'm going to get to everybody. Um, of course, the person that got me interested in doing podcasting in the first place, um, Kevin, from the outline with Kevin DeWayne. I want to shout out that Black Boy Blitz in Chicago. Um, Newsy Floozies, thank you again, Jean, um, Jean and Lucy, for coming on to the show with me. I have to shout out my one of my very good friends and also friends to the show and also a person I bounce my ideas off of, Aaliyah. Thank you so much for always being open and willing to help me brainstorm to give you guys a better show. Um, also, a shout out Inner Hope Uprising. I want to, of course, shout out The Read. I'm so glad. I'm so happy that next year I will be seeing The Read live for the anniversary show. And I'll be front row with Aaliyah. And we are so excited. We can't wait. We went to the pop-up shop. And I was so mad. I literally missed meeting Kid Fury by an hour and a half. And I will forever be pressed like a press on nail falling off of your nail. I will be pressed. Okay. For a while over that. Um, once again, thank you for listening. I thank you for subscribing. And like I said, this is it for season one. Season two will debut on January 4th. Once again, this is the end of season one. January two will premiere on January. Well, season two got some time. It's all right. It's all right. Season two will premiere on January 4th. I want you guys to have a happy and safe holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. And of course, Happy New Year. And I will see you guys in 2019. Until next time, this is Lonnie with Who Raised You Hoes. See you guys next year.